0: Welcome everybody, and thanks for joining us on episode 69 of Health Talk with Dr. Kell. I'm Nikki Sterner, and today we're in part two of a series that dives into the 20 reasons why I can't lose weight. In part one, podcast 68, we discussed things that may be contributing to your inability to lose weight, such as your exercise habits and calorie consumption. This week, we're continuing the discussion, could it be a medical condition, an addiction, Too much of something, not enough of another? Welcome, everybody, to Health Talk with Dr. Kell. I'm Nikki Sterner, and today we are doing Podcast 69, which is a continuation of last week where we talked about 20 reasons why I can't lose weight. Welcome to the show, Dr. Kell.
1: Hi, Nikki. Hi, everybody.
0: Uh, Before we get started and jump back into that, I wanted to share a couple quotes. And the first one is, If cauliflower can become pizza, then you, my friend, can do anything. That is number one. And my second quote, these are inspirational ones today. It's not about perfect. It's about effort. And when you bring that effort every single day, that's where transformation happens. And that's by Jillian Michaels, whom a lot of people may know from the weight loss show on TV. She's pretty hardcore.
1: Very good. Very good. Thanks for sharing those. Do you like pizza? I do. <laughs> I love
0: pizza. Yeah,
1: pizza's yeah. terrible for us. <laughs> oh so good. But it so is. Bad. Everybody <laughs> loves it. I mean, think about all the pizza places there are out there. It is tasty. Yeah. Everybody likes it, but it is not good for us. A lot of fat and uh, a lot of carbs and, you know, fat in that cheese. You're getting some protein there, but uh, I hate to admit this, but uh, in the past, years past, uh, when I've done the... Uh, Low carb diets, mostly the kind of an Atkins style diet. Mm-hmm. Not so much the keto diet, but probably probably eat it on the keto diet too. Is when you eat a pizza, just just eat it what's on top, and don't eat the bread. Um, and so I <laughs> would do that, and and I think I've mentioned that before, where everybody get mad at me because I'd eat the top and throw away the bread, and they're like, "You're wasting the pizza." And I'm like, here, <laughs> "Here, you want to eat the bread? Go ahead." Uh, but uh, um, it worked actually. I mean, I. Could, <laughs> I hate to admit wow. it. I, I'd sit there and eat the, get one of those pizzas at uh, Little Caesars for five bucks. I think they're like six now, uh, <laughs> or more. But I don't know. I haven't bought any in a long time. But uh, uh, I'd I'd sit there and buy the pizza and just eat all the toppings and throw the, throw the, all the bread away and and I would lose weight. Not a healthy way to do it, but uh, it worked.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you didn't crave like even a bite of the crust.
1: Oh, in the beginning. Um, sure. Yeah, you look at it. And go, oh, especially the the crispy part. I like I like the the outside part the best. Because um, yeah. it's kind of crispy and chewy at the same time.
0: The crust. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just talking about it makes me crave a piece right now. Uh, I know.
0: And the bad thing about pizza is, like, speaking of crust, I like to dip my crust in
1: ranch, which oh, is yeah. more fattening <laughs>
0: than anything. So not good.
1: Yeah, they got all the sauces that you know. The, and, and then, of course, if you if you buy the uh, crazy bread or the, you know, a lot of pizza places, buy the little pizza or the breadsticks <laughs> with the pizza, which is pretty much the dough just cooked. So, yeah. you, you know, and then you dip that in the, although the tomato sauce is, is not as high in calories, but they have other sauces now that are really boosted up too. And again, mm-hmm. you know, 90% fat and carbs. So you're just, uh, yeah. your body's loving that. You're, you're storing up your fuel. And uh, I like to think about the body kind of like a car where you you know the car doesn't get fat necessarily, but uh, you, you're storing fuel and your body stores it, stores it and stores it and will store it for you because it thinks you want to store it. so uh, you got to teach it that you you don't need the extra tank. You don't need the reserve.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and maybe I like there to
0: prepare a salad with the, the pizza. I like to think oh, that there you a go. little bit,
1: you know, makes makes you think it's okay if you have the salad yeah. with it. But yeah, that's a definitely a plus, right?
0: Yeah. Makes but, me feel better.
1: Right. I get mm-hmm. it. See, okay, so we're going through the 20, 20 ways, right, uh, why can't why I can't lose weight uh, and we're up to we made it through number 9 in the last podcast and now we're talking about number 10. You're not sleeping well. Boy, I tell you, I think sleep is one of the biggest reasons people don't lose weight, their lack of sleep. And you mentioned how you would come home after. Mention again, what were you doing in Vegas?
0: Uh, I was a Bevertiner, so
1: I What is um, is a Bevertiner.
0: So you would cocktail to a certain area of the casino floor, and then they had stages built, built throughout the casino floor. And so you were either a singer or a dancer, and you had maybe four or five different routines that you would get up on stage and perform oh, wow. throughout your eight-hour shift. So you'd get up once a, once an hour and perform for the people that you were serving drinks to.
1: Oh, you know, I don't think – I've been to Vegas a few times. I don't think I've ever seen that.
0: It's not in every casino. Okay. Um, this, Yeah, this was at the Rio Oh, Hotel. wow
1: yeah well sorry i missed it
0: (laughs) i i know that's really sad (laughs) and there won't be a next time (laughs) but but
1: it sounds like it it was not good for you and you didn't get a lot of sleep did you find during those months or how long did you do it
0: i well i did the graveyard shift for two months and then i switched to the swing shift for two actually four more months yeah
1: so like six months
0: and then I, i think i took a little break and then i i think i was there for nine months total
1: okay and and what was your health like at the end?
0: Bad. That's why I left. Because, like, the casinos are so smoky. And, like, my eyes were bloodshot. And my feet were hurting because you had to wear high heels. And just, you know, weird hours. and
1: Weird was, hours, weird people, too, probably, huh?
0: Yeah, I was going to say it was stressful. Because sometimes you get, you know, you mix alcohol in there. And people, money, and they're gambling. And, yeah, it's definitely not uh, not my place. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. And you did not get much sleep or or good no. sleep. Did you no. gain weight?
0: Um, I mean, I was exercising excessively.
1: So, so you didn't I mean, really notice a, a significant weight gain?
0: It was a lot more work because I was eating more and I was exercising more. And I probably did put on a little bit of weight. Yeah. Maybe a few pounds, five pounds maybe.
1: Well, and you yeah. weren't really supplying your, yourself. Uh, You know, you were active, you were exercising. What were you, dancing? or Did you sing too? Dancing, yep. Dancing. So you were getting exercise. You were not sleeping well, so it couldn't have been good for you physically inside. uh, But you didn't really, you burned up the calories uh, because you were exercising on top of the dancing. uh, But you weren't giving the body the new, how old were you when you were doing this?
0: Oh, I must have been like 22 or 23.
1: Yeah, see, perfect age. It's amazing. When you're younger, what yeah. your body can tolerate. And I'm not sure if you were, your diet and exercise was fairly good prior to you uh, entering into that profession, but uh, maybe it was. And so your body was more able to endure it for the time you did.
0: It's funny you say that because I think I had done like an Atkins diet beforehand because I was doing a pageant right before I auditioned for this job. So I had lost maybe 15 pounds and you know was exercising a lot running a lot and then I think I probably put a little bit of it back on when I started this job because of the weird hours and the binge eating and stuff so
1: yeah yeah and I don't know how much protein you were getting but uh, if you were having a reasonable amount of protein you may have put on some muscle mass because you're exercising and dancing so much mm-hmm. At was toning and all that uh... but anyway yeah. you weren't sleeping well and that was the next one on there uh, not sleeping yeah. well uh, your body heals itself while you're sleeping so you break it down during the day It re- the foods you take in if you're getting the right nutrients n- then the body utilizes those heals cells uh, gets rid of dead cells r- reproduces new cells all that stuff's going on when you sleep by the way uh, i tell my son this a lot because he stays up late especially during the summer playing video games and that mm-hmm. he was up until, you know, I woke up and the, l- the light was still on at 2.30 in the morning. And he's in high school and he's going out for the football team as a wide receiver. So, so we're looking forward to watching him play football this year. But, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, you know what? And, and he's not very tall, he's only like, I don't know, five, between five, six, and five, seven. But, uh, I'm not tall either, you know, I kind of got to about five, nine, and with my, uh, Uh, low back injuries and and motorcycle and car wrecks. have shrunk down to about 5'8 now. But uh, uh, Mm -hmm. you grow when you sleep. And so it's really important for kids, especially uh, in those years, those adolescent years, you know, from the time you're born up until you're into your 20s, people can continue to grow, even into their early 20s. Uh, I've had other people say they they grew more even into their late 20s. But uh, Mm -hmm. next brother up is the tallest in the family, and he's, He's uh, just at, I think, six foot, and that's what my father mm-hmm. was. But uh, most of my sons, my younger sons, uh, you know, got one that's only 5'7", seven, other one that's like 5'8", so, <laughs> and then another one that's like 5'11". So anyway, my point being in there, sleep is important. That's when your body heals itself. That's when it grows. You need to get that sleep when you're dieting. Uh, and if you're not sleeping, uh, don't take melatonin. Uh, we've talked about that in the past in the melatonin podcasts. Uh, so look back at that. Not great for you, but there are better ways to learn how to sleep. And we did several podcasts in the past on a, on sleep. So go back and check those out if you're having problems sleeping. Mm-hmm. Next one you're not cutting back on carbohydrates. Some of these kind of overlap that we're talking about these questions. Again, carbohydrates, carbohydrates, carbohydrates. What are carbohydrates, proteins, and fats? If you don't understand those, best to Google that. You'll It'll give you a good explanation as to what the difference in those are. But the carbohydrates are the sugars, and you get simple carbohydrates, which are the sugars, the processed sugars, the, the, where everything's been broken down, re-added to uh, foods, whereas the complex carbohydrates, even the complex carbs, you know, sometimes when you go on a diet, you're like, okay, I'm going to change that diet. I'm going to eat more vegetables. I'm going to do things a little better. But maybe you're still having too much things like uh, good complex carbs like rice. But maybe you're eating white rice instead of brown rice. Or mm-hmm. you're not adding the other grains uh, like quinoa. And uh, what are some of the other ones, Nikki? You
0: know, oat,
1: o- oats and things like oatmeal, other things our- like that.
0: Um, oh, I I, I mean, quinoa is one of our favorites and the rice. Yeah. We don't do a ton of grains, though. We really don't.
1: Okay. Yeah, well, the grains are higher in carbohydrates. So if you're yeah. eating a lot of grains, uh, you may be eating too much. And especially if you're eating the simple carbs, you want to get off of those for sure. Uh, again, fruits, uh, apples, grapes, berries. Uh, berries tend to be a little lower unless you're eating a lot of them or putting them in juice. Uh, stay off the fruit juices. Uh, if you're mm-hmm. eating drinking a lot of juice... I mentioned that previously. Any questions or comments about that one?
0: No, I think most people know a lot about the cutting back on carbs now, just because of the high-protein, high-fat diets.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the easiest way to lose weight. But again, if you go back to more just a natural diet, where you're just eating the high-high vegetables, low, you know, still having fruits, uh, grains, um, etc., like we've talked and talked and talked about, uh, <laughs> you'll You'll be getting the right combination. Uh, See, you're eating too often. Number 12. There are diets where they tell you to eat five, six times a day, right? Small meals, five, six times a day. Mm -hmm. And I think those work. And I I tend to eat three times a day. Sometimes I'll do that where I'll, you know, you do the um, snacking in between. Uh, For many people, they might actually be eating five to six times a day, but maybe you're eating too much. Uh, You know, it takes one to two hours for the food you put in your stomach to completely digest, especially if you've got more protein in the diet. Uh, and adding the meats, fish, fish tends to break down a little faster than chicken and, and beef. But if you're chewing well, uh, then that makes a, can make up the difference. But uh, maybe you're just adding too many calories because you're eating too often. Uh, any comments there?
0: Yeah. I think I I know what you're saying because a lot of times I'll eat too much. Versus if I were to do smaller meals, it would probably be better, smaller amounts. Like I should eat half as much as I do probably, you know.
1: Yeah, makes you feel good, That's simple Yeah, fact. you feel better, you feel, feel better. You feel lighter. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you get a little burst of energy, sometimes you're feeling a little pressed, it can give you a little lift, uh, Just. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to get into that and other questions too, but let's see, let's go to the next one. Kay. Not drinking enough water, that's an important mm-hmm. one too. How much water should you drink a day, Nikki?
0: Is it 64 ounces?
1: Well, for years they've said eight cups. Eight cups, yeah. so that adds up to 64 ounces. Great, uh, so that's about a half gallon of water a day. Uh, so that's the recommended amount. Uh, and spread it out. Uh, drinking water, uh, I, I always recommend, uh, you want to get your acid levels up, drink some water about uh, half an hour before you eat a, a, a meal. Water has a pH of around 7, so in your acid your gut is around a three three and a half you want to build up the fluid content in there early Uh, so if you drink some water a half hour or so before you eat it gives your gut time to bring the ph down with adding more acid to it so when your food hits it you got plenty in there to digest your food quickly eating water during or eating drinking water (laughs) during a meal uh, Is not always recommended, although you got to kind of wash things down. But if you're having to really wash things down a lot, you might be not chewing your food enough. Uh, but we're going to continue to talk about through the other questions. But uh, not drinking enough water, mm-hmm. consider that, keep track of that, and uh, build a habit of, of drinking good. Uh, the other problem most people now are drinking filtered water. Filtered water lacks any minerals, so you want to add minerals back into your diet, especially uh, potassium, magnesium, and. Calcium are big ones, but you want to have the good forms of those minerals. There are, there are a lot of trace minerals added to that. Zinc, uh, copper, uh, and others that uh, are all important. So get a good uh, mineral uh, supplement uh, if you're drinking a lot of uh, filtered water. Now, of course, if you're eating the vegetables, the fruits and vegetables and grains like you're supposed to, and berries and all that, you're getting minerals that way too. Okay, next one, number 14, you're drinking too much alcohol. Are you a boozer? Are you an alcoholic? <laughs>
0: <sighs> no, I don't do well with I, that it. That was a general I, question sure. to
1: everybody, not just aimed at you, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> I you know confess- you're not an alcoholic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me confess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, I interrupted what you're saying. What you're saying?
0: I tried to drink, you know, to have fun for a couple months, and I, my body kind of shut down. So, nope i i can't do it <laughs>
1: don't have don't have when you go out to dinner you don't have that glass of wine or a little beer or anything like that
0: no not i mean if i do sometimes i'll have it like on a holiday like a special drink but even then i just kind of sip on it i don't i don't usually drink much what about you dr kell
1: oh i haven't drank in many many years part of my religious perspective as well as a alcoholism is a thing that's common in my family history, so... and mm-hmm. Plus, I, I drank in college. wouldn't say I was a, a huge drinker. Oddly enough, though, I was a binge drinker. I mean, if I went out to a party, I usually kept drinking and drinking and drinking to the point of making a fool out of myself a lot. <laughs> um, and and I think back then, I, I got to the point where I was like, I don't need this anymore. This is stupid. I don't really like the taste of it. I just do it because... I get crazy, and everybody else gets crazy, and people like to get crazy, and so. Uh, but I think that's where people become road to out al- uh, being an alcoholic starts <laughs> typically, uh, unfortunately, in high school and college. Yeah, it's just the path of our society. So anyway, if you're having a hard time losing weight, cut out the alcohol. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, what what happens? You know, the, the alcohol. Interestingly enough, the alcohol is kind of mimicked by the body. It's kind of seen by the body as forms of fat and carbs in a way so it will um, add to that whole process the alcoholic beverages also are generally high in calories so if you're, eating, if you're drinking hard liquor doesn't have a lot of calories but if you're drinking uh, beer and wine they're typically high in calories of course I got the light beer things like that but once again they're just it's just not good for your system hard on the liver uh, disrupts your function of your liver and other organs. All right, next one, number 15, you're not eating mindfully. Okay, Mm -hmm. now we're going to get into the emotional aspect of losing or why you're not losing weight. Uh, And this kind of goes in here. Let's see. I'll just share some comments here in the article. A technique called mindful eating may be one of the world's most powerful weight loss tools. It involves slowing down, eating without distraction, savoring and enjoying each bite while listening to the natural signals that tell your brain when your body has had enough. It takes about 20 minutes for the signals in your brain from your gut and your intestines, all that, back to your brain to say, I've had enough. I don't need any more food. I'm full. Uh, So if you're eating quickly, especially if you're sitting around and eating a big meal, if you're... If you're sucking that stuff down as fast as you can cuz you got a busy life and you got to go or you got the job where you only got a few minutes to eat and you want to get back to it it's not good for you and it's uh, it's not mindful eating you're not enjoying your food you're just guzzling it down and you're not chewing it properly so it takes longer to digest sits in your gut longer sit food sitting in your gut longer leads to the acid reflux also can lead to the pH not being low enough, which then allows bacteria to grow in your gut, and the bacteria is what feeds on the lining of that the gut and can lead to ulcers. So, wow. mindful eating. Also, yeah. uh, let's see, here some other things related to that. Uh, here are some tips. Let's see, Eat with zero distractions, sitting down at a table with just your food. Eat slowly and chew thoroughly. Try to be aware of the colors, the smells, the flavors, and the textures. When you begin to feel full, drink some water and stop eating so why does it say there drink a little water at the end i talked about drinking water at the before like a half hour before you eat well if you've eaten all that food you got a lump of food in there you've raised the ph because you've just filled your belly with food that has a high uh, more neutral ph Uh, so by drinking that water uh, you know i would say drink a cup add at eight ounces at least Uh, put it in there at the end uh, it'll take a few minutes, but the acid, it'll help uh, um, liquefy the food, and make it more diluted. We'll dilute the acid initially, but then your body, if everything's working right, will kick in and lower, gourd in more acid into the stomach and then boost and speed up the digestive process. Do you mindfully eat, Nikki? Do you think about your food? Do you look at the color? Do you smell it and, and appreciate it?
0: Sometimes I do. I do. I love food, so sometimes I do really taste it and
1: just love it. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah.
0: not all the time.
1: You know, when you go out to dinner, that's a time probably when I tend to more do that because I'm not in a hurry. But at lunchtime, you know, people get more of a hurry, have less time to do all that. Anyway, think consider those things when trying to lose weight. You may just be not eating mindfully and eating slowly. Really, the key to that is eat slowly, chew your food thoroughly. Okay, Uh, let's see. Number 16, you have a medical condition that is making things harder. Again, we've talked about this before. I always recommend people, though it's not always easy to do, but doing a blood test, doing a fecal stool sample, checking your gut floor in the stool sample, looking at your Find out you got a thyroid problem or other metabolic issue that's keeping you from losing weight. I noticed a lot of people have <laughs> heard over the years, uh, I can't lose weight, I have a thyroid problem. Um, <laughs> and they very well may have, but a lot of people that are excessively overweight just blame it on their thyroid because <clears throat> they think ah, <laughs> they, they kind of given up. And, but you could have a thyroid problem and eating uh... all the wrong foods can lead to your thyroid not working well which if if you have hypothyroidism which means your thyroid isn't working well as opposed to hyperthyroidism where your metabolism speeds up and those tend to be the thinner people doesn't mean if you're thin or you can't gain weight that you have a hyperthyroidism but hypothyroidism is common among unhealthy people or more common and so you're overweight not getting much exercise, not getting much, not getting the right nutrients in your system, and so therefore your organs and systems begin breaking down and not working well, and your thyroid is one of those, which then slows your metabolism even more. You're just not burning the calories, and your body continues to store them, and you, you store more and more fat and get heavier and heavier.
0: So isn't that Hashimoto's? Uh, yeah,
1: thy- one form of it, hmm
0: Oh, it's one form of the low thyroid. So a lot of women that have breast implants are also on thyroid medication mm-hmm. because of the heavy medicine stuff affect their thyroid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a very common. I, I can't tell you how many people are on thi- thyroid medication.
1: Yeah. And that's not good for you either.
0: <coughs> even even when I worked at a, like a, a, like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an alternative healthcare facility that did like natural medicine they had so many people on the natural thyroid medications.
1: Now, when you say the natural thyroid medications, what do you mean not by that?
0: synthetic. So not synthetic. So okay. there's like Synthroid and other things that people would do from like a regular doctor versus, I can't remember what they were called, but there was natural well, they, thyroid.
1: What they do is they draw out the thyroids from animals yeah. um, and then give that to humans uh, to supplement uh, something they may be... Uh, not have enough of. Yep, I think that's what it was. Yep. So those things may be helpful. Let's go on to number seventeen. You have a junk food addiction. Well, this question's kind of a re- repeat. Just put it in other words. Um, but uh, again, junk food, processed foods, they make you feel better when you're uh, depressed. Higher, yeah. <laughs> or depressed for a very short period of time. So then you become addicted to those things. Yep. It, 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 this study shows, estimated that roughly 20% of people in North American Europe have a junk food addiction. I, I would put that number much higher. I, mm-hmm. I would say it's 60, 70% of people have a junk food addiction, for sure. Yeah, uh, especially in the Western world. Let's see here. Uh, number 18, you've been dieting for too long. Okay, so w- what does that really mean, been dieting for too long? I don't know if I agree with that necessarily that that's what's causing you from not losing weight but maybe you've been in your mind uh on a constant diet but maybe you've never been really following it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're constantly cheating on that diet or you yeah. go or you go on it for a week or two and you know the yo-yo dieting is a big deal and you've talked about it I've talked about it so easy for all of us to do and they say that's the most unhealthy way for your organ systems in your body and probably for your brain as well uh, so, because uh, constantly going up and down, up and down, up and down. That's why if you can change, it, it really, ideally, change your diet to good natural type diet. I don't necessarily agree with veganism or complete uh, vegetarianism. Uh, you know, there are good ways to add that protein in and get those nutrients those ways, but I still believe that uh, things like uh, good fish, uh, wild-caught fish, stay away from the farm stuff because of what they feed the fish you're getting all the good nutrients from things like fish little chicken little turkey uh, those things a little beef now and then i don't think is bad for you but to live on that stuff and have it all the time not healthy comments nope okay your expectations are unrealistic yeah depends on what your goals are you know if you're really heavy and you finally decide i'm gonna do this and you go on a thing like a keto or a Atkins-style diet, whether uh, high-protein, low-fats and carbs, or high-fat and some protein and and low-carbs, doing that in a prolonged way can be very damaging to your system. You can go on those diets without any healthy way, and having unrealistic expectations often puts those people into those diets, and they do them for months on end, because they're trying to dump 40, 50, 100 pounds uh, within six months or a year and, you know, it took you years to put it on. It's going to take you years in a healthy way, take you years to get it off. I know you, nobody wants to hear that, but uh, it's not good for your body to lose it super, super fast. And uh, also it, it can be uh, people do these things and they don't lose the weight as fast as they want to. They get depressed and then they go off it and then they gain more weight and you know, then they're heavier than they were when they started. And so that emotionally uh, th- th- to me, this question or this comment or this this nineteenth reason is is a big one for everybody because uh, y- you go into life and, and life in general, when you think about it, we often create these unrealistic expectations of of almost everything in our our daily life and our short, mid, and long-term goals. We often have too high expectations and then we don't quite meet them and then we get depressed and then it causes us to eat more and just yeah. get us fatter so uh <laughs> be realistic in your expectations uh, on what you're doing no matter what it is number 20 last one you're okay. too focused on dieting Too focused. to focus that's a good point as well what does that mean to you nikki oh it's like like um like
0: in one of the previous intros i mentioned like you wake up and you think about food you go to bed it's the last thing you think of like you're just it's, it's like all encompassing it's too much
1: yes i agree exactly you you're just a, become obsessed you know losing weight has many benefits It has health benefits which is number one from my perspective improving your health uh, it has vanity benefits, you know, you want to look good, you want to look for the op- good for for whatever kind of partner you want these days. You want to generally feel good about yourself. You want to be able to, you know, that vanity thing, look in the mirror, hey, I look good. There's nothing wrong, I don't think, with feeling like you're happy with yourself. And part of being happy with yourself is being able to look in the mirror and say, hey, I'm happy with myself. The problem is that people become, and again with the dieting thing, become obsessed. I don't look good no matter what I do right? That's not enough weight. You know, Then you become the, the anorexic person or the bulimic person because you're so obsessed with it. And, and then you look in the mirror, everybody else is looking at you and go, well, you look like a skeleton and you still think you look fat. Again, it can be can turn into what's considered a, a form of a disease today. And that yeah. is an emotional disease. So being over-focused. Again, let's get back to eating right, eating the right foods, drinking the right drinks, uh, getting the right amount of exercise, doing the things that are beneficial to your emotional health, all these things can help lead you to a happier, healthier life. And that's yeah. what we're all about here. We want to help you live a happier, healthier life. And so focus on those things and you can find a balance that will lead to that happier, healthier life.
0: Yeah, that's a good summary. I was just going to say, I think it's like people get so focused on being perfect and, perfectionism and- when we try to be perfect, that's when we fall. So like you're saying, just be balanced. Don't be perfect. Be balanced. And come at it from that perspective. And you can have success that way and feel good about yourself. Thank you, Nikki. That was great. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Any final comments? Uh, that was a great list. I'm You powered through it like a champ. And um, it makes sense. It kind of leads back to let's eat fruits, vegetables, meats, and grains and and. Be balanced and happy and and then you don't have to worry about and stress about being perfect in this specific diet thing or whatever you're trying to focus on,
1: just overall health. The next podcast is going to be on the body types. Uh, And there are different perspectives on what is a body type and uh, what we can label ourselves as. And those can affect how you lose weight and the ways you can lose weight. And they overlap and we'll talk more about that next time. Wonderful. Okay.
0: Thanks for listening, everyone. H- have a great rest of your week. Thanks, Dr. Kell.
1: Thank you, Nikki. Bye-bye.
0: Okay. Bye-bye. For questions or comments, please email us at healthtalkwithdrkell@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's d-r-k-e-l-l at gmail.com. You'll find the lowest prices on Standard Process whole food supplements at holistichealth.standardprocess.com. As always, we recommend you seek nutritional advice from a qualified healthcare professional before starting a supplement program. And for natural and organic health and hygiene products, see our sponsor's website at oceanbaynaturals.com.
2: While we make every effort to broadcast correct information, we are still learning. We will double check all facts, but realize that medicine is a constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another. We are simply presenting our views on how to live a healthy lifestyle that will be as evidence-based as possible. We welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. We take no money from drug or device companies. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall Dr. Kel Fullerton or any guests or any contributors to the podcast or any employees, associates, or affiliates of Dr. Kel Fullerton be responsible for damages arising from use of this podcast. This blog should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis of expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on this podcast. Our website, blog and podcasts are all HIPAA compliant. While you may give your email address to subscribe to the website posts or to post information on the website blog, we will never share your email address or contact information with any third parties without your explicit permission. The contents of Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast and the show notes are all copyrighted. All blog posts, podcasts, and show notes that are distributed to the public for free can be redistributed via hard copy or electronic copy for free only if Health Talk with Dr. Kell is included as the acknowledged author within the actual media that is being redistributed. The Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast is a production of The Orange Stack with executive producers Dr. Kell Fullerton and Eric Hammond and hosts Nikki Sterling.